There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Conversations with My Dog. Today's guests is Aurelie, a content creator, a dear friend of mine, and the mother of Marcel Le Corgi, Fluffy Extraordinaire. He is UK's most famous corgi on social media with a following over 240,000 across his social media platforms. He is the co-founder of the UK Corgi Club, and a reporter for the Evening Standard, Go London Digital. Marcel has visited 14 countries so far in both Europe and North America and has also been a therapy visiting dog since 2017. He recently starred in a photo shoot with Helena Bonham Carter for the new series of The Crown on Netflix, The Queen's Christmas Broadcast and The Chelsea Flower Show. Now, it is such an honor to welcome Orly and Marcel Le Corgi on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Ça va? Hello. Thank you for having us. As, as Marcel would say, bonjour. Bonjour, bonne nuit. I, I don't even say, shall we, what do you say for uh, good afternoon in French? Because I think it's going towards midnight now because it's so dark outside. It would be bonjour. It would be bonjour. It would be the same because jour is day. So we don't have the good morning, good afternoon Oh, uh, in French. How interesting. To be honest, I don't even know what day it is and what weather it is. It's just crazy. I just feel like I'm in a loop. You're not alone. The same. The same. Exactly the same. <laughs> I've just been for a walk with Robbie and it's just been, if I may say, pissing down with cats and dogs. Can you say that? Is that a is that a, an English expression? I, it's, it's awful. I mean, can we get any worse weather for our dogs? I don't know what to do. Um, I would hope that this weather would keep people indoors at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> I think it does. I think it does the trick, to be honest. But um, it's also really important that we do get out and about Absolutely. and have some, uh, you know, fresh air and things like that. But it is, uh, I really love my walks with Robbie. And at the moment, it's just constant mud and rain here. It's constant. But how is Marcel today? Where is Marcel? Is he sitting with you? He's right at my feet. Um, obviously blocking my blocking my desk chair so i can't move i feel like he's doing this to make sure that i am working and doing any work and and so getting the treats in you know <laughs> oh my darling yeah. he loves he loves his treats he's so treat conscious i remember marcel and robbie together and i mean just have to tell you this is probably the longest intro i've ever done for a celebrity i mean <laughs> My goodness, he's done everything. He's done everything. I can't. I can't believe it. It's incredible. He has done a lot. This is our mo our motto: is that life is short and so easy. So um, you know, it's just making the most of it. I love your posts. What I love about your posts is that Marcel seems to be extremely philosophical and he's got like a a modern European French thinking mind, though he is Welsh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, and and when I read your post, and I wonder how did you, how did Marcel become so popular? It is really the content what you put in there. How do you come up with all of these great? How can I say chats and yes. Oh, well, it's, it's, I think to me, it's all about, um, the, the industry or the, the, the sector is, 
is all about you know being passionate and and just like you do with with doga and so many things it's all about passion and so i i'm passionate i'm a photographer so i'm passionate about you know imagery and creating and 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 capturing memories and then passionate about traveling passionate about him obviously um and so and we're also a bit passionate about food because pierre is a chef yeah my husband is a chef I so all, all put together was, I think his dad is just talking about, you know, uh, doing things with passion and, and yeah, talking about the things that you enjoy, really. Um, but it's it's all come very gradually for his social media. And it wasn't, this is one thing that I stress because I'm being asked a lot about how can I make my dog famous or things like that. And I think my best answer, which is never the one people want to hear is, don't try we never really tried we just you know we were just talking and doing the things that we're um we're passionate about i keep saying passionate but anyway <laughs> um and so i think this is how it happened and just uh, you know created this co- not created this community but connected with people the connections as well are are great yeah what is can you explain uh, marcel's fan base how far does it stretch does it go across the globe across the planet to jupiter to mars i mean it seems like everybody likes marcel uh we have uh he's got a fan not we he it's not mine <laughs> uh, a fan base that's based all over the world really we've got um a lot of fans in north america South America as well, actually. I'm getting a lot of messages from Brazil at the moment. Um, Asia, UK, obviously, France, because we have our, Pierre and I have got our origins there. But it's, it's very, it's very, um, yeah, it's very diverse, which is one of the things that I love with it, because it's also taught me about, which is something that I learned through traveling as well. It's opening you to new culture, talking to people about what's happening for them you know what their cultures are about and it's it's no they're all over they're they're really all over the place i think this is what dogs are doing to you they are you know they're uniting people and and even countries where i wouldn't even have thought we you'd find people uh liking dogs because culturally it's not really a thing but like uh the um the emirates for example we have a, a person we 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 talk about quite um quite often who has a corgi in the emirates for example oh my god um, is it is it a sheik a sheik or a he's prince the, or a... he's the son of a sheik yes oh, of course of course of course i mean because they have they have increasingly uh, bought more dogs over there and uh, this is also something we're gonna talk about buying dogs and things but uh, i just wanted to know what is it that makes marcel so attractive uh you know, in what summons it that makes people go back for more? Is it just the pictures? Is it what he has to say? It's everything all together. I mean, this is how I hope, um, why I hope it is. Obviously, he is a cute dog um, and I, I hopefully take good pictures of him, which help. But I think it's the whole, it's a whole lot. It's the personality. It's the, uh, you know, I'm trying to let his personality shine through the post, for example. Um, and it's really him. We just, uh, we have not really made up that whole thing. Obviously, you know, the jokes about the royal family are, are jokes. And I wish, I wish we were part. Oh, I'm not sure I would actually like that. But, uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Keep too going. much attention, the wrong attention. But anyway, attention. Yes. Um, I think it is, 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 um, it's not just one thing. It's it's all of it together. Um, you get loads. Corgis are cute. Dogs are cute in general. Does it mean they're all, you know, being where where he is? I would say I don't think so. So I I'd like to think it's the. I am tr- looking for the world, but I can't find it. It's ensemble in French, but um. So it's an incredible combination. When combination, we look at the, there you go. Thank the you. combination, exactly, ensemble. It's inc- Yeah, I was actually not even here understanding ensemble. Ah, merci. Uh, combination of you, your passions for traveling, your passion for photography. So you have the, the lens, you understand the beauty of a, of a photography, the, uh, the, the right approach, but also your interest in different various cultures and being, ex- I think, extremely open-minded about everything. I mean, just on a political note, but in a funny political note, uh, Robbie attended the, the Wolferendum. Did, were you there with Marcel as no, well? No, Wolferendum? No, I, I chose to. I was a bit, I was a bit concerned about it. And obviously he's, he's bigger than Robbie. So if, if anything had happened, I know it was very peaceful and everything, but uh, <laughs> I was just a bit concerned with getting him involved with politics and protests. And I know it was uh, very peaceful in the end, was- but I was just, just in case... <laughs> I mean, you know that Robbie's famous for 
peeing on on celebrities yes. shoes and people yes, yes exactly <laughs> so the paparazzis were out there and they had a paper mache boris johnson and a paper mache you know theresa may and a paper mache the other ones from the cabinet anyway and all dogs were invited to obviously piddle on <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was waiting for Robbie. Say, oh my God, Brim's got talent. Dog on. And everybody, come on, Robbie. Come on. And guess what? He didn't wee on to Boris. He just didn't do it. I just, I couldn't believe he was reluctant. You know, if, if dogs could talk, eh? If dogs. And just leading into that, I mean, if, if Marcel could talk back to you and say, what do you think he would tell you with all his life as a, a celebrity influencer uh, dog? Do you think he would say, Mum? I'm happy. I'm I'm content. I'm cool with it. You know. So they don't they don't obviously speak our language, but I have learned and I have taken I have studied a bit about language, their language, so the body language, um, and to to make sure that whenever I'm working with him, he's always at ease and always relaxed, and because I don't want to, this is a big thing for me to allow him to be a dog because this is what we 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 did get him to get a dog to get a companion animal, not to get a money maker, for example. And so I, I learned to read, you know, signs and, and signs of discomfort and signs of stress and things. So I, I hope to think that he's quite relaxed and quite happy with it all. Um, he also quite likes the attention. So we, um, I went for a walk, a uh, socially distanced walk with a friend locally a few days ago. And, and we came across someone actually recognized him, which hadn't happened in ages because obviously there's not many people around and you don't mm. go out too much. And he was just, he went to the, to the, to the girl who recognized him to get cuddles and things like that. And so, <laughs> I remember I was actually quite shocked, uh, shocked, pleasantly shocked, surprised when I went out with you for a walk uh, around Buckingham Palace with Marcel and Robbie and Pierre. And uh, there was a, um, well, can I say a, a, a almost a stalker? I mean, well, she no, was we st- came across, it was, oh my gosh, that was so funny. It happened I was, quite a lot. Yeah, that, can you explain that? Because I don't think listeners will believe that his popularity. They didn't care about Buckingham Palace anymore once they saw Marcel. And it was super sweet. This is one thing that's great is that you see you have a positive impact on people and, you know, it makes them smile. And, and this, especially in the past year, has been... It's been uplifting for me as well. And to be able to do something that doesn't cost me anything and that, you know, makes a difference uh, because we all know that mental health is, you know, it's so important and we've all learned that it was so important in the past year, especially. But anyway, yes, he does... um, well, he does. He did get recognized. So when we were we were uh, to the US just over a year ago, he did re- get recognized. In a, it was really odd in a back street in San Francisco and then oh. in Las Vegas as well. And then I I once I think the first time I realized that was a few years ago when I was in Germany. I was doing a road trip with him, and this uh, bus full of American tourists uh, parked not too far from where we were parked and these girls came over and they, they're they like can I just ask you something odd and I was like yes um, go on <laughs> I kind of <laughs> knew what was going to happen but she was like is it Marcel Le Corgi? and I was like yeah so they were all the way from the US and we were in Germany at the bottom of uh, Neuschwanstein the, the castle and oh, wow. um, and yeah they'd recognize him so um, it's 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 very um, he I don't think he really cares or knows you know what that means fame and everything thankfully because it all comes out that's my part to have to deal with the uh, positive uh, the negatives of it as well. Yeah, you know it's really funny because we did take a picture, didn't we, with Robbie next to Marcel, and Robbie just was like a sidekick, like the second. <laughs> third or what is it second banana to the other dog like kind of like it it almost the picture was saying like Robbie goes yeah I know I'm not that famous (laughs) because Marcel he just he just I don't know does he smile he always has his tongue out (laughs) you know he just he's so photogenic so he, he does that a lot. Not always. The the, the 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 interesting with this is that whenever I post a photo of of him not smiling in between brackets, because a dog they're not really smiling. They are. I mean, you can see when they're relaxed or not relaxed. Yeah. Uh, but I think the the tongue out is mostly you know if he's been exercising or is is excited or something like that. And so I I just tend to post those pictures because whenever I I post a photo of him not smiling between brackets, mm. um, I used to get a lot of hassle from people saying he's not happy because people tend to think of dogs and the way they act and their uh, their reactions as humans, but they're not. They have a very different way to communicate, but. Um, 
yeah so it's more i think i think the smiley picture is more is is mostly i do that mostly to uh, to save myself some hassle it's quite interesting could you give us some ideas about what is a dog in distress during photography and a dog that is not in distress you know your experiences maybe some tips or something i know we kind of skipped that but it's it's important yes. It's fine so because I do a lot of photography and I work with dogs a lot I love working with dogs but um they're not all used to a camera like Marcel is and their owners aren't always used to or paying attention to those signs so I think it's very important and I'm going to be I'm going to be talking and blogging about this more because it's it's obviously something that um that is uh, important to me and so signs of a, a dog that's licking their lips quite a lot um if they're constantly doing it, that could be it could be a sign of other things as well, but it can be a sign of stress. If they're refusing to look at the camera, you know, turning their head on the side constantly and just like um, that could be a sign as well that it's not necessarily stress, but it could be that they don't understand what's expected of them. Exactly. Uh, That's Robbie. That's Robbie doesn't like it. He doesn't like anything to do with cameras. He's not a fan of hello, hello, here, here. Marcel, Robbie Marcel, hates Marcel, it. We look at the camera because because he knows that there's treats coming out of it. That's literally <laughs> what he's about. Um, he's just he's just like us humans, you know. He's not working for nothing. Uh, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. So the the leaking lips, the uh, just not looking around, the pacing, the panting a lot could be a sign of stress as well. Hmm. Um, what about yawning the yawning when uh, rapid yawning yawning. so yawning can also like for humans be a sign of being tired but if they yawn constantly that's usually a sign that they may be not happy with the situation it is incredible because how many of the influences that we know i mean there's so many dog influences out there and we're not going (laughs) to drop any names but (laughs) let's let's just look at i mean how many of those influences are using their dog uh, for for their own benefit and trade. They say they love their dog, but really they're making a lot of money out of their dogs. And I don't think um, they really care as much. They love them, but they might not care or understand the right I mean, care. I think the, the sad part of it all is is that they're not necessarily even making that much money. They often, some people will just do it for a free pack of treats or something, which is even sad because you could just... I mean, come on, who can't afford a pack of treats? Like, and anyway, um, but I think there is the, that this is a world, just like every industry, this is a world where there are good people and people who um, have, you know, intentions that are fair and, 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 and there's people who have intentions that are a bit more questionable. And I think, unfortunately, with the pet industry in general and pet influencers, you're not just it's not just about yourself it's about you involving a living being with feelings um who has nothing to do with it all and sometimes you know being pushing them too much and this is where it hurts i think mean, to me it's just where it's making me angry because you're using them and dogs we know they are so you know they're loyal they love you they would do anything for you um you see those dogs that are that are you know, beaten up by their owners or things like that. And they still go back to them because that's all they know. And so this is where it hurts with, you know, dogs in general, but the pet influencer um, scene as well. So I think the main thing there is, is, you know, some people are in it for success and others are in it for fame. And what irks me is when it's done for fame and you're pushing an animal for that. Mm. It's not even for money sometimes, it's just fame. And like, what is fame anyway? Absolutely. And and funnily enough, it's a lot of people that hide behind the lens. They're not very happy about their, their self. I, don't, I find that they're extremely shy and camera shy themselves. And they never, ever post themselves with the dog together as an owner. I find that very odd. I mean, this is this is like I'm I'm one of those people. To be honest, I think it's it's less it's more of an editorial choice to not show yourself or not. Like so, you know, honestly, it is frustrating, especially at the moment when you start talking about politics. Because I, what people tend to forget is that behind the lens there is a human, and even if the account is you know Marcel is talking, is it's him talking uh, on his social media. But there is still, he's not the one writing the messages. Behind that, there is a human who has values and has, you know, things to say sometimes. And when things happened, happen like they are in the US at the moment, for example, you, you just, 
you feel and you have these platforms you, you want to i feel like i personally as a human being i feel like i have to say something Mm. Um, and it's the fact I think sometimes it's a bit so I wouldn't like someone hiding behind the camera isn't necessarily a sign that they are they are you know trying to hide something it might yeah. just be that the editorial line is is that you know it's just about the dog um, I'm I'm trying to get myself seen a more a bit more because I've obviously got to think about my own career as well, and I I don't want exactly. to rely. I don't think I don't think the whole pet influencer thing is sustainable on the longer run, and I never really intended to get where we are. And it's amazing the opportunities we get, but I don't think this is sustainable. It um, isn't sustainable because the dog won't live forever, and I totally relate to that because uh, I think one of the worst moments of my life was uh, no, I shouldn't say the worst one. One of the scariest moments of my life with Robbie apart from making a decision to move to Switzerland, uh, is uh, standing on the Palladium in front of judges, you know, in front of the Britain's Got Talent judge panel. I mean, you know they, they know the outcome already, but you're on stage on the Palladium and you think, oh my God, what if we do get through the next round? Because I didn't sign up for that. But a part of you, your ego goes, actually, I would love to have a little bit more fame. It is the scariest. You're holding that little thing in your arms and you know that he cannot decide for you. You know that he might be tired. I mean, when we look at Patsy and Ashley, there's a big history behind there. Uh, Patsy was exhausted after two, three years of performing, you know, and I knew that story and it stayed with me. I always thought, is Robbie's not a show dog. He's not a trainer. And it shouldn't be like that. Anyway, there shouldn't be any show dogs. For me personally, there shouldn't be any show dogs whatsoever. It's not, dogs are not meant to pick cards and things like that, unless it's something for a reason to demonstrate something for fun and the dog likes and dancing around. But Robbie loves his yoga, but if I force him, he pulls away. He pulls away. He's terrified. I have, and, that, um, I have that thing with, yeah. with, with photo shoots as well. Like whenever I take photos or even when I do, because I do brand partnerships with Marcel. I mean, you know, I'm working hard on that. If we get occasions to do what we love to do and without forcing him and we get paid for it because we're advertising for a brand, then, you know, fair enough. That's, uh, But um, it, it's happening sometimes that he's not in the mood. And what I do now, people are often ask me, what do you do? And I'm not forcing him. I have seen people force their dogs, try to force that. You're not getting anywhere. And you're actually hurting your relationship with your dog by pushing them that way. Mm. Um, so I just I just stop and, you know, move on. But this is what you were saying. They're, they're, just, they're just dogs. Um, and that's how they're happy. And like, so I don't think this is sustainable. And, and this is also why I want to do more of my own thing rather than I'll carry on doing his thing because it's bringing joy to myself and it's bringing joy to other people. And he's always enjoying them. But So when is Marcel going to retire is he going to retire ever or what what do you think is there going to be a i think we we already we already started uh doing less advertising for example on this but i've never done too much i've always been very picky because to me i, I just want you know the brands i'm partnering with to align with with our values, I have to, va to have values that align with ours. So um, I think where, where it's going, where I see it going is we're going to just carry on doing the things and why we created the account, which was to share the joy of having him with us. And we enjoy traveling and people enjoy seeing him travel. So we'll just carry on doing that. And But what I'm definitely uh, doing there and trying to achieve is not being financially, um, you know, depending on him because emotionally there's so much like I, I have friends who recently lost a dog and that dog happened to have a big Instagram account for example and and just uh, having to deal with your own uh, in their case they weren't really working with brands so it wasn't an issue but they already struggled because they had to deal with their own emotions and you know the fact that they'd lost a family member but as well they had to deal with hundreds of thousands of people who were also sad for them but it's just a bit too much at times there are these communities are very supportive but at the same time i just don't know i don't want to think about how i'd be able to cope with that um it's a lot to cope with it's already hard when you lose a dog let alone if you have to lose the you know deal with all those people who are worried and sad for them and not always very sensitive 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 yeah sensitive like I've, got, I've had a friend who lost her other dog and she she did get messages 
the, the people were basically expecting her, the owner who had just lost her dog, to feel sorry for them because they were lost without that Instagram dog. And I'm just like, no, that's just not. It's very. It's a bit messed up, to be honest. Very um, messed up. And you get, you get, you get also, you get also. I know someone in Germany who lost a pet as well, and she was harassed by the press as well because they wanted to make an example of her who was making money from her pet and like she'd lost him oh my gosh what's gonna happen she's you know it's just awful <laughs> it is rather yeah and they start bullying you the thing is uh you mentioned something and something very important that you wanted to cover as well is getting puppies during the pandemic and buying puppies online, that is something that is close to your heart. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So it is, and I think this is a concern. Obviously, the press is talking a lot about it at the moment. A lot of people have gotten dogs because we all know how great they are during, you know, during pandemic and lockdowns. But where I'm concerned is the fact that there is, um, and I wish I'd said something earlier on during the, lock, the first lockdown, is that it's very difficult to socialize a dog and it's not just puppies it's also adult dogs like getting them used to being alone again because their new normal is having us at home all the time so when exactly. you start to leave the home again they even an adult dog will not understand because their new normal is and they are creatures of habit um, exactly so yeah i mean the, the there's been loads we whenever we go to the park it's rammed with puppies and i'm sure the majority of them will have realized how great they are and how they deserve the best but i'm just concerned about like the where are all those all those puppies coming from like it's just like how, how come suddenly there's so many puppies and you hear i i've heard really terrible stories in my corgi group and in other groups and and they're not always of you know puppies being imported and being very sick but also puppies being pup, uh, produced in this country and being very sick like some of them had parvovirus uh some of them had, were given that the, there's one that looked like he was barely five weeks old when he was handed to the owner so and um the problem with that as well is that um i don't know if you've heard of that research but the, i think the scottish government did some research they launched this uh, amazing campaign that we're trying to support that's called look beyond cute which oh, is all wow. about making sure that the, they're very ahead of, of, of everything, um, which is all about encouraging people to, to make sure that they're sourcing, they're finding puppies from sources that are um, reputable. Well, and uh, how because, do you do that, you know? Well, they have, they have tips on their websites. I can send you the link, actually, and I'm going to talk about that on Marcel's social media as well. So I think the very important things are, and obviously right now it's very difficult, is just stay away from websites like Gumtree and Facebook. That's even that, that's not even allowed by, the, by their community standards. You shouldn't be, I don't even know how people still manage to sell dogs on Facebook and, and, and Gumtree and um on the Still social going. media platform. I regularly report them when I see them and, and they do take them down, I must admit. So I guess they just can't control everything, right? But but yeah, it's all about making sure that you see um, you see the puppies with their mum, obviously at the moment, because you're not supposed to get in the houses. So um, some people will say, you know, have a FaceTime or... Um, a video call with the um, with the breeders, but a video call could be it could be so easy to conceal and just pretend you're living in that place when you're not. And so, it's very important usually to see the mother and 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 the 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 dam with the puppies interacting where they have been bred, for example. Exactly. Um, in real life, not on Zoom or Skype or anything. Yeah. Actually, Although, going I mean, there physically. Too, at the moment, it's, it's a bit tricky, which is why my main advice has always been, and people don't like this, but I, I've always said, honestly, if you can, I would wait until you know the pandemic or the uncertainty at least is is over and and things get back to a bit more of a, a more normal situation i guess because right now i just the, the, you can't there's no way the authorities can't really control where the puppies are coming from the, there's puppy farms rife there's import of puppies i think the honestly the best way right now would be to wait until after or you know things get normalized a bit i guess absolutely and and most importantly the puppy training is not available no it is it's i mean there are some trainers that are doing it online and i have a good friend of mine who's doing it. we we took a class an advanced class with her recently and but it's um it's it's tricky and socializing as well how can you socialize puppies um when you're not supposed to 
you know, you can't get near people. Incredibly hard. I mean, it's a bit like the Doga thing where my classes, I mean, the, the whole benefit is, is to be together lying on the floor with dogs around you. And uh, it's, it's on Zoom. So you only get a, maybe a tenth of the benefit really for yourself and the dog. It's, it's, it's almost virtually impossible. Well, it isn't virtually impossible to create that experience it has to be real um so so many things are going uh, down the drain it's incredibly hard and you are absolutely right I, I i agree totally because i think it's almost like adopting a child isn't it i mean you would just wouldn't do it during the pandemic you just no, no it isn't almost it is like an adopting a child it is in a way yeah there's there are a family member to me so you know i i know some people don't like the comparison with a child but i have friends who have both and they do compare you know raising a child to raising a dog very much it's it's the potty training and everything is is pretty much the same the adolescence phase and um but, um, Def yeah. definitely the potty training definitely the ongoing potty training it's quite unbearable if you're struggling to lose weight you've probably heard about weight loss medications like wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you meet plush care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's Ben Bidwell here, otherwise known as The Naked Professor. I'm popping up to say the brand new series of The Naked Professor's podcast is now live. We're all about having deep and vulnerable discussions about what's really going on and how people are really feeling and dealing with the challenges in their lives. Each episode features a round table of incredible guests. You can expect to hear things like this. You know, the father I was a year ago is different to the father I am now. Past months have been more up and down than I've ever experienced. My stress levels have been elevated since the show came out. I've been working really hard to try and hold the good and the bad in my life at the moment. These conversations are more important now than ever before. So if you want to tune in, and subscribe to the Naked Professors podcast wherever you found this one. Getting a puppy, I think I, and this is one one thing that I didn't realize when we had Marcel when he was young, it's a lot of emotions as well. You know, those mothers who have postpartum and things, I'm not going to compare that to this, but it is a lot of emotions that I wasn't necessarily ready for. Uh, you know, you get overwhelmed, you get overwhelmed, you don't sleep much because you have to wake up to take them outside and it's just... <laughs> yeah oh my oh little marcel little baby i can't imagine him as a baby good, so. this, this is the problem is that he was very good and I, I keep saying you know if if when we get another one um i i think i he the, the new one would make us pay for how good marcel is <laughs> Uh, I always thought that too, if I ever get a sibling for Robbie, oh my goodness, would I ever, because I've just had such an easy ride with Robbie, such an easy ride. I mean, I don't have to keep him on a lead or anything. He's my shadow, a bit too much of a shadow at the moment. I, he's, he walks, like literally he's my shadow. I, I turn, he turns. I turn left, he turns. It's disconcerting in a way because it's a not normal behavior of Robbie. So he's really super attached at the moment. And everything you say, Said, absolutely right. I wish I could talk to you forever. But uh, just very quickly, you said you are moving on into photography. This is your uh, going to be your main thing.
saying now you're going to start going back into your photography and uh is it pet photography that you're going to specialize in or it's everything it's, it's photography for people who love animals um companion animals so um mainly weddings obviously at the moment weddings are off the cards but hopefully you know we'll get back to that soon and so you know weddings involving dogs for example i've already captured a few including one last year uh and i just i I saw that i know how to photograph them i guess so um because or thanks to marcel and and working with him and, and capturing him since he was a puppy. So I just thought, you know, why not again, like the traveling, why not combine what I love? So I love weddings and I love, you know, families and taking, uh, capturing memories is very important to me with, with your family members, with all of them, including your pets. So um, this is what I, yeah, this is what the plan is and this is what I'm doing. That's a wonderful transition as well. And then it wouldn't involve Marcel so much anymore and he can sort of sort of yeah, exactly. semi-retire into into being exactly. a, an older dog you know and, which and is just what be an assistant to pierre in in our kitchen <laughs> I, I love i love pierre and marcel together i saw pierre sitting there stroking marcel he's like his little bodyguard and, and they're so cozy together they are really quite similar actually they sort of this one 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 entity I together. <laughs> I, I, I always say that I'm glad he took, you know, I think with dogs, it's all about nature and nurture. nurture. Yes. And I'm thankful Marcel took from Pierre with the patience and everything rather than from me. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I wish I had an incredible partner like you have as such a great supportive human being as a partner that Robbie had someone to deflect. Do you understand? And everything goes on to me. And, um, so, you know, it, they do pick up on your emotions. And if you're just one entity, you know, there's no, it's just, he just sucks all the emotions. Do you, do you believe that too? Do you think dogs don't have censorship? No, I think that, I, I think they, I think they do what you were saying about them picking up on emotions in, is absolutely true. Like I can tell that from when, when we go to the park some days, if I'm not in a good mood, if I'm feeling, you know, a bit low, uh, then he's acting differently. And I often, I worry about him. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on with him now? And then I realize he's actually just being like that because I'm not feeling well myself. And, and it is something that I was told early on when he was a puppy to not stress about him when I was being overwhelmed. Because the stress goes down the leads. Absolutely. I find that I'm not very present with him when I'm stressed. And then I don't, I'm on the phone or something like that. And and I'm not with him present. That makes a huge difference. If I'm just off the phone, most importantly, in my walks, try to be off the phone, walk with him, look at things, breathe in, breathe out, which is what we're going to do. And um, uh, Robbie's then joyful. And then he starts um, twirling. He starts yeah. doing the Slovakian twirl. He starts twirling 360 degrees around Marcel himself. Just laughed, he's agreeing. <laughs> ah, Marcel! Oh, my shatsy. So do we speak? Uh, obviously, I don't have to speak in French to Marcel. I can speak English. He understands Fran- English. Franglais. We, we do both. He's bilingual. I, can, can, you, can you give us a franglais sentence for Marcel? A franglais? What, what, what's a franglais? Tell me. I can't, I can't even think of anything right now, but it's like <laughs> when we say on his social media, when I say bonjour and I, and I write bone as in a bone, uh, you know, a, a chicken <laughs> bone or whatever. And people, <laughs> I get told off, they've stopped now, but I could, I used to be told off by the French grammar police about that. And I was like, this is a play on words, guys. Just chill. <laughs> French don't have a sense of humor. No, I think we're very, very protective of our language. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Oh, oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> on that note, are we ready potentially for some doga with Marcel? And is there anything you'd like to touch at the moment with Marcel? Where does he like to be touched? Um, what's his favorite spot? He doesn't mind actually. He's quite. He likes. He likes. I think belly. What do you like, Marcel? Ears as well. He likes a good ear massage. <laughs> Okie dokie. So we're going to do the Marcel Le Corgi ear massage, les oreilles. Uh, le massage, les oreilles. On y va. Alors, so what we're going to do, um, just enjoy yourself, Aurélie. It's all about you and the breath. And um, everybody, wherever you are, just sit down. And I am going to breathe very deeply. So Aurélie, you're welcome to join in with the sound. You don't have to if you want to. But we're going to start with a slow, deep (laughs) 
Inhalation, drawing the breath up from the tail into the crown of the head, inhaling. Up into the chest and then releasing on the exhale. As you start your breathing, inhaling, drawing the breath up from the tail into the crown of the head, you can use one palm to place it on your upper chest and one hand on your dog's belly. So where dog's solar plexus is. The solar plexus is, well, just like our humans, just around uh, above the dog's hips and underneath his rib cage. So with the flat palm, we're going to do circular motions. Uh, clockwise, big circular motions around the garden. And in the same time, we're now going to do the circular motion around our upper chest. So we're using the breath and the movement, synchronizing this movement breath, circling. Oh, Robbie's moving, so cute. Uh, circling the hands, obviously clockwise or anti-clockwise for you, but with the dog, ideally clockwise. And just find that synchronicity you'll find that one hand goes the other way and one hand goes one way. For those who are finding it difficult to breathe, you can keep your mouth open and take long deep breaths through the mouth, doing ocean breathing. And as you're doing this motion, you can start feeling maybe your shoulders relaxing. If your dog moves, just keep the circular action through the palms of your hands, wherever he turns, wherever side he wants to go, but keep massaging the upper chest. And if your dog completely pulls away, then you can just keep your left palm turned upwards and keep circling the right palm. So you're still keeping that connection. So it's almost like Reiki. Slow inhale. Slow exhale. And now I just want you to get a sense of your own feelings, your own emotions. As you keep circling the upper chest, drawing the breath more deeply from the navel up into the upper rib cage and maybe even a little bit higher up into the sternum. So you're lengthening the inhalation but also letting go of the exhale. And it's as if you could transfer the breath onto your palm of your hand that you're using to massage your dog or the palm of your hand that you're keeping upright. So you can find that slowly there's a synchronicity in the brain the brain can slow down, the thoughts can slow down. And just staying in the upper chest today. And now we can move the hand a little bit more upwards behind the ears of the dog, right behind the ears, and just start massaging the outer ears, le le massage des oreilles. Massaging the outer ears of your dogini with your thumb and index finger, just circular motions. And still working on your chest at the same time. So still keeping that circular motion, keep that upper chest light, the heart soft. Deep breathing. Perhaps you can start breathing through the nose fully. If the mouth, uh, if the nose is clear, 
people who are obviously with blocked nose might find it a little bit more difficult. Either or, through the nose or through the mouth, long deep breaths. And because you're doing this with one hand, you can then eventually, once you're settled in your heart and in your feelings, you can maybe use both hands to massage the dog's ears, but keep that sensation in the heart region. And then just getting completely into the yoga mudra, the seal of holding your dog's ears, ears with both hands and just massaging, but keeping that lightness through the upper chest, just massaging around the outer ear. All the way around the outskirts of the ears. All the way to the top. And all the way down and around. You can also, and this sounds a little crazy, but you can also go with your hands, your fingers, into the inside of the ear as well. Yes, everything okay into the inside of the ears. A little bit inside. You can almost make a fist and go inside with your hand, depending on how big the ears are, of course. But it doesn't harm the dog, as obviously you're not poking with your fingers, but just slowly going inside the inner ear. Le massage des oreilles. Breathe. And as you're doing this, it's really nice to relax the shoulders even more, taking all the tension out of your shoulders. And you can do this paw massage or ear massage for hours before you go to sleep with some nice music, headphones, and just really listening to that breath and that focusing on the heart as you massaging at the same time. So on that note, I'm going to chant Om. And obviously you're welcome to join me or just enjoy the mantra. Take it a deep inhale. And the last arm just goes through the whole body, from the top to the tail, inhaling. Oh. Then a slow inhale, a slow exhale, and then we just close our palms together and we bow our heads to our dogs and just say Paul, bowing our heads to our dogs in gratitude, feeling their presence being with us at all times. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you, Aurelie. How are we feeling? Very relaxed. <laughs> I know you've done some doga before with Marcel. You came to classes before, so you know my teachings. This is wonderful. Um, it just It just grounds you. It just hopefully grounds you to, to be more present with your animal and it really helps with thoughts, you know, excessive thinking or worries. So hopefully our listeners have enjoyed this. Aurelie, I could talk to you forever. <laughs> and I know we have only covered maybe a tenth of what we were supposed to discuss, but um, we'd love to have you again on the show with more tips. 
and in the meantime, I'll be um, I'll be you know blogging about things on on my own blog and Marcel's as well. So yeah. Uh, can you give us the website as well where we can read your blogs? So my own my own which is for humans who love companion animals is www.photoba4 um, a and then the number four in a number. Uh, dot com and Marcel is www.lecorgi.com That's and so we can easy. be found across social media as at photo by A4 and at Lecorgi. Fantastic. It's brilliant. Well, Oily, on that note, I want to say au revoir and I want to see you again in real life. I know we will see each other most likely in the UK, in the park, at an event. I'm sure. Um, I can't wait to see you again. I, uh, and I can't wait to see Marcel's happy face. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. And your happy face too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people and dogs. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Namapaw. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.